Welcome to another episode of The Brand Called You, a podcast and podcast show that brings you leadership lessons, knowledge, experience, and wisdom from thousands of successful individuals from around the world. I am your host, Ashutosh Garg, and today I'm delighted to welcome a very, very accomplished professional from Houston, Texas, USA, Mr. Chris Westfall. Chris, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you. Chris is a business coach. He's a writer and keynote speaker, and he's an author. And all of you know, I'm very partial to authors. So he's an author of a book titled Easier, and we'll talk about it also. So Chris, uh, before we get into uh, author and all the other things, you're the coach, tell me a little bit about your own journey. My own journey uh, started in the corporate world, mm -hmm. working for Fortune 100 giants after I got my mm -hmm. MBA. And... I went through a, a series of various responsibilities in my career, mm -hmm. marketing, uh, sales, sales leadership, marketing leadership, yeah. uh, working for companies all over the globe. Mm -hmm. And about 12 years ago, mm -hmm. I found myself uh, as a reluctant entrepreneur, mm -hmm. part of the uh, changes and trends that happened during the global financial crisis, mm -hmm. um, as well as sort of a, a, a I'm going to say a longing, if you mm -hmm. will, mm -hmm. to put my hands on the wheel of my yep. career and mm -hmm. to guide where my career was going to go. Maybe mm -hmm. some of the folks who are watching, listening are feeling yep. the same way. Yep. Uh, but yeah, that was, that was my journey. And I, mm -hmm. I was a reluctant entrepreneur because I had been a, a corporate guy for so many years. And wow stepped into that role and that identity. And then it was a real change for me. And again, that happened about 10, 12 years ago. Mm -hmm. And since then, I've never, I've never looked back. And as you mentioned, I've stepped into, uh, into writing, business coaching, mm -hmm. consulting, and it has been just an amazing, amazing journey. And a lot of the work that I've done has been centered around uh, leadership communication, mm -hmm. helping people to launch their businesses, mm -hmm. uh, which I've, I've been a part of launching over 70 businesses and mm -hmm. counting all over the world. Mm -hmm. And uh, so helping people to bring new ideas to life, helping mm -hmm. people to have new conversations such as this one. So thank Amazing. you again, my friend, for having me. Thank you. Uh, but yeah, that's that's really what it's about. It's about it's about helping people to change the conversation and mm -hmm. change their results. Mm -hmm. Very interesting. So when we talk about your book, Easier, mm. you know, you, why did you write a book that's called Easier when you know life isn't easy? Are you <laughs> saying that life is can be easier? And if so, how? Well, follow me on this. Life is not easy, first of all. Let me say that. Mm. Uh, and I did not write this book uh, trying to say that, oh, life is easy. But okay. here's the thing that I discovered mm. in my own personal journey. I feel like I have a PhD in making things difficult mm -hmm. for myself, okay. making things hard, yeah. um, overthinking things. Oh. And anyway, what what I came to discover, and and it was a discovery that was that was made during and uh, the pandemic, because mm -hmm. we were all in the midst of very difficult circumstances, mm -hmm. right? We all experienced having something taken away from us, uh, whether that's personal freedom or take it however you will. But we mm -hmm. all experienced that that sort of that sense of loss, that sort of. Mm -hmm worldwide grieving, if you will, mm -hmm. challenge. And, and that was my experience as well. But from the midst of this difficulty, what I came to realize was that even when times are hard, mm -hmm. easier always exists. In other words, there's an easier way to show up. There is a choice that can be made. Even, in the, even when your circumstances don't change, mm -hmm. you can choose how you show up mm 
Mm-hmm. You can choose how you react. Mm-hmm. And, and from this place of choice, I found a path to personal freedom, mm-hmm. which, you know, freedom isn't a political construct. It's a state of mind. Very interesting. And it, does this make sense? You, you, you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So from this place of seeing new perspectives in, in my own life and in the lives of my clients and the companies that I worked with, mm-hmm. I made some discoveries around how to make and I'm going to say life, uh, the mm-hmm. book is, I mean, it's a business book and it talks about your work life, but mm-hmm. uh, it makes life easier because the, the blend, the blending between work, li- mm-hmm. I mean, work-life yeah. balance, it's, it's just very, life. Very, Am I right? Yeah. Yeah. Very interesting. And, you know, you also, when you talk about this book, you go about creating the story of the client and the coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you the client or the coach in the story? <laughs> That's a great question. The answer is, Yes. Okay. <laughs> I, okay. Right. I'm I'm both. And and j- just to set it up for for folks, uh, the book is a business fable. So mm-hmm. it is a story. It is a conversation between a client and a coach, and the conversation is based on my experiences being coached. I've I've always had coaches. I've always um, been been very encouraged by the coaching conversation, and I I don't like to go it alone when it comes mm-hmm. to you know facing my life, my career. Mm-hmm. I like to win, and I like to have people in my corner that can help me to do so. So mm-hmm. coaching has been an important part of my personal development, but also as a business coach, mm-hmm. I've uh, seen and experienced some things that I wanted to share mm-hmm. in the book. So, am I the client or, or the coach? Yes, I'm both, uh, and. Uh, and it's interesting for me, and I don't know if you've ever written a business fable or, or I mean, it's because it's it's a fiction, mm-hmm. but but it's actually the most authentic thing that I've ever written. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I inside this construct, right, it, it, it gave me the freedom mm-hmm. to take these characters on a journey that was based in fact, that was based in experience, but it gave me the ability to kind of um, sort of... Uh, like a puppeteer, you know yeah. what I mean? To put people mm-hmm. in the situations. You mm-hmm. do, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely with you. But for my viewers and listeners, Chris, uh, tell me, give me one or two examples of what were the key takeaways from the perspective of the coach and from the perspective of the coachee. One of the key perspectives from the coach that he shares mm-hmm. is a message that I find to be the most motivational and inspiring message that I've heard in the last decade. Mm-hmm. And it's motivational and inspiring, not because it's it's based on some motivational juju or magic or something mm-hmm. like that, mm-hmm. but it's based on science. Mm-hmm. And inside the story, um, in the course of the conversation, the coach comes to share mm-hmm. uh, an understanding with the client mm-hmm. about how we as human beings are wired for change. Mm-hmm. And it is based on a, a book by the name of Live Wired, which mm-hmm. is written by a guy named David Eagleman. And that's where the conversation is sparked from this book. But Eagleman shares an example asking people to imagine a Komodo dragon, kind of an unusual beast. It's the largest yep. lizard, on mm-hmm. right? You, you know what I'm talking about. It's a gigantic lizard. Mm-hmm. And he says, imagine a Komodo dragon from 30,000 years ago. Mm-hmm. Okay. Compare that to a Komodo dragon from today. Mm-hmm. Basically, they are the same creature. Correct. The same instincts exist. They they eat, they sleep, they procreate. Mm-hmm. Their lives and and their character and are, they're the same. 
Um, but consider the fact that for human beings, you and I, we enjoy uh, an IQ mm -hmm. that is substantially higher mm -hmm. than our forebears, people from a right. hundred years ago, mm -hmm. do not possess the same IQ level that you and I do, which is not to say that you and I are geniuses. I'd mm -hmm. like to think we're bright guys, mm -hmm. but I'm not saying that. You know what I mean? We're not, we're, this is not a superhero story. Mm -hmm. It's a story of all of us that, that as a people, we are evolving in ways that the members of the animal kingdom mm -hmm. do not. We are more than our instincts and we are wired, or as the book says, live wired mm -hmm. to adapt to our circumstances. Mm -hmm. And so what the coach finds and shares inside this message is the fact that while so many people are resistant to mm -hmm. change, they mm -hmm. look at change as something detrimental or something to be avoided. Mm -hmm. The fact of the matter is that adaptability, our ability to mm -hmm. respond to change, Mm -hmm. is built into the system. Mm -hmm. It's not motivational. It's science. It's DNA. Mm -hmm. And inside you and me and everyone listening and watching today mm -hmm. is that same spark of innovation, that mm -hmm. same DNA that allows us to adapt to change. Well, and does, does this does this make sense? Because yep. this this I think was the major discovery for the for the coach that he shared was that when we when we find a way to zoom out mm. and look at and and again this is a this is zooming out it's looking at humanity as a whole it's looking at the entire animal kingdom and mm. seeing our place within it mm. what we see is ourselves as human beings mm. not just human doings. And we see that inside of us, just like we have five fingers on a hand, we have inside our DNA, the ability, the capability to adapt and to adapt in amazing ways and in ways that don't require a heavy lift mm. or strain or sweat or grit. It's simply part of who we are. Mm. And from this place, I, th that for, for the coach was probably the most inspiring thing mm -hmm. that that he could share because it's not a matter of faith or belief it's a matter of fact mm -hmm. and it, the the experience of looking at the science mm -hmm. helps us to understand a little bit more about the the physics and engineering of, of how we work as human beings very very so, interesting does that does that make sense it makes a lot of sense and you know in, in this story also that you talk about, you say that the coach loses his father. Is that a story about uh, something which is personal to you? And, you know, if yes, then what have been some of your learnings? Well, uh, yes, it is uh, a personal story. Sorry about uh, that. The, yeah, this, the story that the coach shares I uh, is a, a verbatim recount of what I experienced when I lost my father to COVID. Mm -hmm. And it was in the early days of the pandemic before vaccines, uh, before mm -hmm. before mask mandates and, yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And he tested positive on a Monday. Oh, no. By Friday, he was gone. Wow. So, yeah. So as you can imagine, there was a, uh, a sharp pain and pang of grief of dealing with the unexpected and this loss. And a, a, a man who he was 77 at the time, he was the picture of health. Mm -hmm. uh, but when, when COVID comes calling, um, yep. it, it can be a cruel visitor, as mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. and I experienced that firsthand. Mm -hmm. And I so, can understand exactly what you say because I went through a very, very bad COVID. Uh, oh, you did. Struggle, and I was in hospital for nine days. But 
that's some other time. Uh, I was lucky to come out of it. Uh, but mm. tell me, how did you cope? And based on all your amazing learnings, how did you cope with this incredible amount of sorrow which you bring out in your book? Well, from this very, very difficult place, as you can imagine, uh, was really where Easier was born. Mm. It was my pursuit of is is there an easier way to deal with grief? Because here's the thing, I would find myself, I would be sitting in traffic in my car mm-hmm. and, and just start weeping. Mm-hmm. Just, just you know, and I'm like, get it together, mm-hmm. pull it together. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I, you know, I experienced, I, I was ashamed. I was, I, I mean, I was grieving. I was sad. I mean, yeah. I went through every possible human imagine, mm-hmm. emotion that you can imagine. Mm-hmm. And from from this place, and I don't know where the thought came from, mm. but I was able to make a shift from how can I get through this mm. to what can I get from this? And when I made that transition to what can I get from this incredibly difficult situation, mm. it gave me a sense of agency. I don't want to say I don't want to say control because grief is not something that you control. It is and and it is not something that ever goes away. Amazing. But, but what I came to realize was that what I could get from this mm. was an opportunity to see things in a new way, mm. to see my father's memory as a blessing, not a curse. Mm. To see that if I were going to stop my tears, I would have to stop my love for my father. Mm. He wasn't just my father. He was my friend. We were very close. Mm. There was no way, there is still no way that I would ever do anything to shut off that, that love, right? You yeah. can't, you cannot turn that off. Absolutely. And that's such a powerful story. And thank you for sharing it so mm. candidly on my, on my program. Thank you. Moving on now, Chris, uh, you know, you also see, that you know about you also talk about the opportunity to pivot from how do I get through this to what can I get from this? Mm-hmm. For my viewers and listeners, help me understand the difference between these two phrases and maybe give me an example. When we're looking at coping, which is how am I going to get through this, which so many of us are are trying to find ways to cope. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with that. That's totally understandable. But when we are trying to cope, we are facing the world and our circumstances as a victim. And when we are in the victim role, we don't have an opportunity for agency. We don't have an opportunity to see that Mm -hmm. inside of very difficult circumstances. There's one thing that always exists, and that is hope. Mm -hmm. And I'm not trying to I'm not trying to pass out sunshine and peppermints here. Yeah, that is considerate. Inside every situation, mm-hmm. hope is always a possibility. Mm-hmm. We say, no, all hope is lost. Mm-hmm. False. We just don't know where to look for it or we're unwilling to try. Mm-hmm. And so can we see that hope exists? Can we see that easier exists? Maybe maybe we aren't able to step into an easier mm-hmm. way, but can mm-hmm. we at least agree? I mean, t- for example, in this conversation, how many possibilities exist of things for us to talk about. Mm. It, if you think about it, even for a moment, you go, well, it's infinite. Yep. And, and so 
Why is it that if in this conversation we can easily see that infinite possibilities exist, why is it that when life gets tough and mm -hmm. difficult and, and, you know, and life starts to, this is me having life close in on me, right? Mm -hmm. How do we, how do we remember mm -hmm. that we can zoom out? How do we remember that we don't have to be the victim of our circumstances mm -hmm. and that even when our circumstances don't change, we still can, we can change the way we, we choose to show up. We can change the way that we react. And that my friend is the perspective that creates change from how am I going to get through this? How am I going to cope mm -hmm. to what can I get from this? And mm -hmm. people can ask themselves a very simple question. And, and mm -hmm. if, if you can, in a way that's gentle and kind, mm -hmm. but in a difficult situation, see if you can ask yourself, what's good about this? Mm -hmm. Just as a means of accessing new possibilities, what's good Mm. about this mm. because even in the midst of incredible difficulty and i've had mm. some <laughs> i've had some tough times i'm sure you have too sure yes easier always exists mm. well said well said thank you great response mm. um the other thing that i wanted to uh, talk to you about was about yeah. innovation and empathy um how does one access innovation and empathy for yourself and others irrespective or regardless of the circumstances that you find yourself in? Well, let me take innovation first. Mm -hmm. Innovation is really a call for creativity. Mm -hmm. And the way that you access innovation, there's a number of different ways. There's not mm -hmm. you know, many paths to the same destination. Mm -hmm. But to me, the, the path to innovation starts with what is it that you want to create for mm -hmm. yourself? Mm -hmm. If you think about it, we are all put here on this earth as mm -hmm. creators. Mm -hmm. we, we create relationships, we create businesses, we create opportunities, we create challenges and problems mm -hmm. <laughs> for ourselves. I mean, we mm -hmm. are creating things right. all the time. Mm -hmm. And so accessing innovation is really stepping into the question, what is it that you want to create for mm -hmm. yourself? Mm -hmm. And empathy Right. That was the second part of yeah. the question. Yeah. How do you access empathy really comes from remembering this phrase that you will never regret being kind. Mm. So finding some kindness for yourself mm. in your journey, in your pursuit, in, in the challenges that you yeah. are facing, mm. because we have to give to ourselves what mm. we wish to give to others. Mm. And so finding some of that kindness for yourself and, and the ability to stop beating yourself up because, mm -hmm. you know, you know, we think putting pressure on ourselves, that's going to, right. It's going to sharpen us. It's going to, you know, it's that grit. Let me tell you, nobody works well with a gun to their head. Okay. Nobody works well under pressure. If you think of the top performers mm -hmm. in, in business, in sports, political leaders that you admire, what what those people possess mm -hmm. is the ability in difficult circumstances mm -hmm. to remain relaxed mm -hmm. and focused. And Good. that starts with a kindness and an empathy for yourself mm -hmm. so that you can share that same empathy with others. Fascinating. So let me now move uh, to another set of questions on coaching. And right. uh, my next question to you, uh, Chris, is that how has your own background from the corporate world, the Fortune 100 companies, all the work that you've been doing. How has all that experience supported your own coaching philosophy, your style and your values? Well, I've seen what doesn't work mm -hmm. firsthand. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Which is to say, mm -hmm. I've 
I've been in the the meetings that go nowhere. Mm. I've been part of a corporate culture that is toxic, that is not inclusive. Mm. I've been the victim of poor leadership choices. Mm. And in my entrepreneurial journey, much like you, Mm. I've said, never again. Mm. What can I do to create the change? How can I be the change that I want to see? How can I be that catalyst for the things that did not happen in my career so that other people don't have to experience Mm. the same difficulty, the same challenges, so that they can find a way through their experiences vicariously without having to be be punished by the slings and arrows of of life and outrageous fortune how can i be that catalyst so that that really has been what has motivated me and uh to expand my my coaching and my my conversations mm-hmm. and the Great folks person. that i have yeah yeah we're, and working with people all over the world has yeah. been uh incredibly mm-hmm. uh powerful for me i i think of uh I think of my client from uh, Rajasthan in the, in the northwest of India. Fantastic. And, uh, Wonderful. You know, that experience has been great. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I have time for two more questions. Uh, my two. next question to you is that uh, how have you been shaped by some of the people in your life and how have they influenced uh, you as a coach? One of the the greatest influences in my life and in my coaching practice came from from my coach mm-hmm. and she let me know in no uncertain terms a few things i'll share i'll share with you quickly mm-hmm. but first of all mm-hmm. you don't have to go it alone yeah and this has been something that has been very powerful to me and obviously in the coaching conversation you come into it so that you don't yeah. have to face things alone mm-hmm. and when you realize that you have someone who is focused on your success mm-hmm. everything gets easier mm-hmm. Uh, so that's that's been one thing that has been a huge influence. Uh, the other thing that uh, has has made a huge difference, mm-hmm. and this is going to sound counterintuitive. It's it's probably going to sound crazy, but two words that have been shared with me, and I share it with my clients whenever mm-hmm. I can. My clients come in, they're frustrated, they're they're overworked, they're overwhelmed, they're burnt out, and I share these two words with them, and here they are: mm-hmm. slow down. Mm-hmm. We have to slow down mm-hmm. to go fast. We have to find almost like a like a race car driver mm-hmm. when you're going 200, 235 miles per hour. Mm-hmm. The way that you go at such speed is that you must be, and this is counterintuitive, but you must be in neutral. Mm-hmm. You must be at a place where your mind is open, where you are in what some call flow, mm-hmm. that place of relaxation and focus. And when we slow down, we get closer to finding it. We slow down to go fast. Amazing. And my last question to you, Chris, and this is for the many, many people who will listen to our conversation. Yes. Based on your own amazing journey and all your learnings, what would you say are three lessons you would want our viewers and listeners to take away? The first lesson is the most powerful tool in business is always the conversation. Mm. And we live our lives... uh, tweeting and talking with our thumbs, mm. but there's no substitute for this kind of dialogue, whether it's face-to-face or face-to-screen. Yeah, That's that's the first thing. The mm. second thing is, is that if you are in the middle of a difficult circumstance, mm. if you can, mm. zoom out. Mm-hmm. Look for additional perspectives. If it looks like there's only one way to win, mm. what is it that you're missing in terms mm. of possibilities? Mm-hmm. And finally, 
the third thing that I would share is that planning is very, very valuable, but life is not scripted. Life happens moment to moment. And when right. we remember, rem right, we remember that we are resourceful. And I'm not talking about just you and I, I'm talking about everyone on this planet. Mm -hmm. There is a resourcefulness that is built into, into us. Mm -hmm. And when we are tied to our plans and beating ourselves up over what's not going right mm -hmm. or, or being arrogant because of things, because things are going right, mm -hmm. we're missing an opportunity to be in the moment, to be ourselves mm -hmm. and to tap into that humanity that is truly our superpower. It's a superpower mm -hmm. that AI and, and technology cannot conquer. Mm -hmm. It is our ability to step into the moment, step into new resources and step into the innovation, empathy and creativity mm -hmm. that we've been talking about during this conversation. Fascinating. And on that note, uh, Chris and your three wonderful lessons, conversation is very, very critical. When there are, when you do face a difficult time, zoom out and look for new perspectives. And third one you said is planning is is valuable and life happens. You know, things can keep happen, happening to us anytime. Thank you so much for speaking to me. Thank you for sharing with me about your book, Easier. And I'm going to ask all our viewers and listeners to go and check out your book on Amazon and wherever else they are on whichever books bookstores. Thank you for talking to me about and sharing with you with me in so much detail and depth story of your father and your experiences with him. I was very, very close to my father. And I've always said my father was my closest friend. Um, thank you also for speaking to me about coaching and all the wonderful lessons that you've given to us. Thank you again and good luck. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the brand called You Videocast and Podcast platform that brings you knowledge, experience and wisdom of hundreds of successful individuals from around the world. Do visit our website www.tbcy.in to watch and listen to the stories of many more individuals. You can also follow us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Just search for the brand called you.